You're listening to the Effective Developer Podcast. My name is Sebastian, and in this episode, we will talk about how to consume content more effectively. So this is when you would like to learn some new technology, when you would like to look into a topic and how to do this more effectively by getting there faster, by understanding faster. And there are certainly some tips that you can use. So, you know, if you think back of your uh, studying days or your school when the teacher said, well, please take notes or write this down and things like that. And there's certainly some truth to it. So the first idea is that we should take some notes can be on paper, can be in the editor of choice, something that you can quickly use and quickly switch to. And not only is it to remember something, but it really, really helps to phrase some certain things in your own words to double check if you really understood something. So it can be single words, it can be bullets, it can be, well, what are the concepts here and what is the few word description of what that concept is supposed to be. And then you can, well, take that also as a reminder. So I've had this a few times that I just look back at my notes and see, okay, you know, with a glance of these few bullet points, I got a quite good idea, um, again, what this technology was about. So it refreshes your memory. So why I like to do this is really in order to take notes, when you go through the content, you really double check if you understood everything. And this is really a question that you can ask yourself subconsciously, because maybe you know what I'm talking about. When you consume something, you really know, did I actually understand it or did I just like brush through that text or whatever, this current paragraph? And this really helps if you say, okay, Let's go back and then see what that is. I want to give you an example to make this a little bit more uh, practical. So I've did this a lot with uh, the topic of Kubernetes. So for example, I went through the whole uh, Kubernetes documentation at one point when I really wanted to learn about it. And in this case, shout out to the Kubernetes uh, developers and this open source community because the uh, documentation is really well written, I think. It's a very good example of how open source um, technology documentation should be, especially because it talks about the concepts first, what you have to understand, well, what the motivations of this technology is, and you know, just these things first before you actually go into the details, which really helps. But on that note, so when you want to look into it, you know, you write down, okay, what is a service? And then if you go to your notes, you write down service and then actually just a, you know, short description, a few, just a few words, what that is. And if you really understood it, then you can, you know, write that down. You say, okay, this matches actually what is uh, being described in the text. And if not, then you might want to go back. So this is really good to double check if you actually understood something or, you know, understood the point if you're reading some technical paper and things like that. And also, while you're writing something down, a lot of questions might arise in your head while doing so. You know, you write it down and you're like, okay, wait a second, what about this side effect or that, you know, particular special um, circumstance? How is that solved? And then that really can incentivize you to dig deeper on a particular field and trying to understand that better, trying to look into that more. And this is really to have this subconscious question asking yourself, did I really understand everything? So is there no question left? So if you were, let's say, about to implement a project using that technology or using that approach, could I really do so in my particular domain? Or is there some circumstance or some situation left where I'm not quite sure how to do that, especially if that situation would be important? 
So this really helps you. So taking notes, whether it's on paper or in a digital form, really helps. What I like to do, just because I type faster than I write uh, by hand, is I like to have an editor. I use Wim on the command line, of course. So that's what I typically use. And I use some uh, keyboard shortcut in my window manager to have something that's it's called uh, Scratchpad in the i3 window manager that just very quickly pops up a window where you can type something and then it closes it again. So it's kind of like super quick switch of a window. And that's just really helpful for these sort of notes. And then you can read on and, you know, quickly switch to it. Somewhat connected to that, what is really helpful to consume more content efficiently as well is to just keep a journal of what you've learned. So with this, if you follow me on Twitter and on my YouTube uh, tips, you can just use some simple command line scripts. I've shown similar things like that quite often in the past that just appends to a file that just adds to a file with the you know current date or something like this so you say okay you know journal add or something like this and then you just add this one line or what you've learned or what you had a look into that then just gets appended i've had this many many times and you i'm pretty sure you know what i'm talking about when you implement something you using java you're using some javascript framework whatever your technology of choice is then you learn something new you see about oh i didn't know about this method i didn't know that i could use this in that way what i just learned and all of these small tips you can actually save which really really helps you but just later on referring to them and you can add some pointer where you actually found that you can add the link to stack overflow or to the documentation or whatever or to the class name or something like that that then later on well first of all chances are that you actually look into the same thing one time in the future again and also it's just really interesting to browse through that and see wow i actually have learned a lot in the last weeks so to be honest, I do a lot of uh, this with my content uh, in projects and working on some real world um, solutions that then when I learn something new, I just add it uh, to that to later on maybe create a YouTube video out of it that maybe then helps somebody else um, as well because I learned something there. So chances are there's at least one other person out there who didn't know about that as well. So this is really helpful to keep these journals of these things. And then you can have a similar maybe command line or something functionality to search it. So where you just say, okay, let's just grab for that file and search for a keyword, um, especially if in the future you struggle with a similar thing and you kind of have in the back of, the, uh, of your head, I know I solved this before. So let me just search for it and then it might just help you. This is really just helpful. And then when you're looking at some new technology in general, how would I approach this? And what I said before, have a look at the general concepts first. This is really, really important. And I've seen this, I see this a lot with developers that they look into a topic just because it's hype and new. And they also sort of play along with this buzzword bingo and say, oh, now we have to do reactive or we have to do Kubernetes because that's cool and hype and that's what everybody's doing and how to do this in Kubernetes. And they, you know, start running and implement something, use these YAMLs and whatever before actually understanding A, what the motivation is why should i even care about this tech and b what are the general concepts like what is part of this what is even the, the point the fact and this really really helps for your understanding why because these general concepts are often very similar in different technologies so if you know what a kubernetes service does with all of this cluster internal dns resolution and with this abstraction of an application into this service definition 
then you really understood, well, first of all, in that particular case, that's one of the killer features of, of Kubernetes, but also you understood how you would solve a similar thing in a different technology or maybe how that works in you know, your own custom approach uh, in that company. And then you can talk about it and consume it and solve it in a much, much more effective way. So then you really understood what you're talking about. And you can also apply and use that approach and that concept to different situations. So this is really important. And then connected to that, try to ask yourself if you're able to say in one or two sentences, like not more, what this tech is about. Like, for example, Kubernetes. And then you say, why do we need it? And if you're not able, you can practice this just for yourself to say it in really two sentences. Like, this is about this. And it uses this and this in this period. And if that's not the case, then, you know, trying to look at it again and trying to distill what is actually the point. This is really important, even before you look into some, well, specific uh, technical solutions. You can even write them down in your own words. So try to, you know, imagine that you have to give some sort of elevator pitch about using this tech that you have to explain it to somebody or even justify to somebody why that is now interesting. And that is really, you know, helpful for yourself, for your own understanding. And also important to know the answer to all of that is not to have the perfect argument for using a particular solution or technology, but it can be just, hey, this is the point. I think I really understood what that is about, what the pros and the cons are. So that's also important. What are the pros of a technology? What are the cons? Which new uh, problems does it <laughs> include or bring with it? Which problems does it solve? What is the technical dependency of it? And so on. And instead is to say, well, when does it make sense? Or even to know, okay, I now think I understood it and actually it doesn't make sense for us or for that particular project because of these reasons. So again, the point is not to have the perfect argument for introducing a technology. It can be, well, we looked into that and it's really interesting and it's really cool for these and these reasons. You might want to use it for your own toy project or for these other purposes, but for us, it doesn't make sense. And that's also really important. And I frankly don't see this often enough in our industry that we look into something and say, okay, that's cool. But the more effective and more pragmatic solution is actually to go without it, to continue using what we're using because it solves the problem. And the new tech is maybe even either not, I don't want to say good enough, but it, it doesn't introduce enough advantages for us so that it's worth the time and effort and the risk and the other potential potential factors of dependencies and, you know, things along the line that it introduces. And that's a very valid solution. That's a very valid point. And then some more things I would like to talk about, well, especially when consuming videos and audio, what helped me a lot, which sounds a little bit weird in the beginning, but to consume it actually at about twice the speed or like 1.5 times the speed, especially on YouTube. So that just helps you because typically you can consume faster than a lot of people can talk. And especially if you heard stuff before. So if you're consuming some talk or, you know, like some general description where the person is first of all just talking about some certain things you can just you know browse through that a little bit quicker and you also get used to it which is really funny uh, because i'm well i'm not a native speaker in english and even for me it was possible to slowly to gradually uh, change that speed so at first maybe 1.2 times the speed or 1.5 and then you can really ramp it up that's that's quite remarkable um, and of course then obviously you consume it faster but chances are that you actually you know fast enough and your way of thinking that this helps you and that works you 
Also, what's quite interesting when consuming content, like it might be on YouTube or somewhere else, trying to use some ad blockers or something that just, you know, doesn't distract you. Because especially when you're consuming content, when you're trying to learn something right now, you know, these distractions are, uh, are quite tempting typically because you're all, you know, it's, of course, this is hard, you know, it requires mental energy and all of it. And then if you're just distracted by some stupid ad or whatever, then it's just much more likely that your thoughts derail and then you're somewhere else and, you know, your focus is gone. So this just helps, you know, to use some ad blockers. And also, for example, with YouTube, that's just one example. I don't want to do some advertising, but now I am subscribing for YouTube Premium, which at first I thought, okay, I don't really want to pay money, you know, because the content is free and everything. But it was really a bliss because of all of this, these ads that if you would, you know, just like to watch a video, then it doesn't um, add some ads in the beginning. And, uh, you know, all of these things that are also just distractions, especially if you would like to consume some content there in a video format that just helps. So that was um, my recent finding there, which helps me to just consume this in a little bit more focused way. So in general, consuming content and learning new things is really, really important to just keep it up um, as a developer to learn about new stuff and to constantly, well, keep improving and keep learning. So I really, really encourage you to do that. And I hope some of these tips were helpful for you. And as always, thanks a lot for listening.